What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. This is a podcast about sports card collecting. Hopefully, you are enjoying yourself. Perhaps you're commuting, planes, trains, automobile. It is a holiday week here, and perhaps you have Stacking Slabs and a podcast about collecting sports cards soundtracking that travel experience. If you are on the road and your significant other can hear me talk about cards, bless them. Um, I know you have to toggle to and from. Sometimes you're listening to some Taylor Swift and you grab the you know iPhone and you're saying, now it's time to listen to some sports card podcast stuff. And you choose me. I appreciate that. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. No doubt, you have the three F's, family, football, food. What more could you ask for? As I drop this episode, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I'm a turkey guy. I know there's all this debate and some people spin this narrative of, you know what, I can do Thanksgiving with just the sides, forget the turkey. Uh Uh-uh, not me. I am a turkey guy, most specifically the dark meat. Now, I could do the dark meat all day every day, twice on Sunday. The sides, to me, are the sides. The main event is the turkey, okay? It is the turkey. It is the symbol of Thanksgiving. It is delicious. When I feel the nostalgia of Thanksgiving, I think about eating the turkey and watching the football and the families around. That's what I love about Thanksgiving. I also love that you don't have to deal with presents, okay? Some people like it. Some people like to spin it up, think about it, uh, get presents themselves, give presents. It's not really necessarily my thing, okay? I'd rather be sitting back, be relaxed, no pressure, and stuffing my face, trying to hit that 10,000 calorie record while I am just doing nothing. Anybody else agree? Maybe not, but I'm thankful for so much. I'm thankful for you, the listener, coming by and checking out this podcast on a regular basis. I am thankful for sports cards. It is my escape. It is my time away. I love it. And so today, what I'm going to talk a little bit about, we're going to go two directions. I typically talk about what I'm doing from a collecting perspective, how I'm operating, what I'm learning, and we're going to get into that. So I have made some moves, specifically when it comes to a certain PC. I'm going to get into that, talk about the decision-making, why I I moved um, some stuff, why I got into some other stuff, what I'm looking to accomplish, and we're going to dig into that. You all helped me um, you know, build out content for this episode sometimes, so I asked the community, and I, have not, I never read these beforehand, so it's like, I am reading them in real time as you're hearing them, but I asked the community, what's a product you love that hasn't been taken over by the mainstream? We're going to talk about that um, and get some of your responses. I don't know. I think it's important to get inspired by other collectors and to start digging, and so we're not just buying and collecting all the same thing. So we're going to get into that to close the episode, but I definitely want to get into the auction exhaustion. and uh, There's so much stuff going on with auctions and bickering and people and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get into that too. 
I think right now, um, as I record this, typically right before the Colts game on Sunday, it is freaking cold. <laughs> Thank God we have an indoor stadium. I might be soft because of that, but you know what? I'm cool. I got a mile walk in the cold and a, a mile walk home in the cold. Get the Eagles in town. I uh, got my my jersey on. I got my Matt Ryan jersey on. Shout out Matt Matty Ice coming back under the saddle. More on Matty Ice later. Um, but yeah, there's uh, it's gonna be a fun game. Hopefully, um, who knows what happens? I can't predict the future, but uh, it seems like as a Colts fan, we just for a moment we we're we've, we're breathing a, a, some new air. Um, so I think in the NFL, um, at this point, we're hitting this point within the season where. I always say, like, by Thanksgiving, you kind of know what you got. Um, So I think this is a critical game for a lot of teams across the NFL. This past week would have been where you begin to see, like, where teams go. Are they going to be solidifying their position in the playoffs? Are they going to be in the field on the hunt for the wild card? Or are they going to be planning for next year? I think if you look at every team and separate them into groups, it becomes pretty apparent. after this past season or after this past week, I, I love the NFL. Obviously, I spend so much time thinking about it. I spend so much time investing my energy around my team, buying sports cards. But I also think like one of the things I like to do always is when you're in a moment and in a season and you start taking a step back and thinking about, okay, what are like what are moments or players or things that have happened this season that get my collecting antenna up? Like what has happened that's like can open the door for a new PC? And so typically the the vantage point that I look to make those decisions are through the lens of my teams. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And it's, you know, whether it's appreciation for a legend, whatever that is. Uh, but I think, you know, coming out, taking a step back, whatever sport you're watching, um, and saying to yourself, you know what? I really enjoy this player. I've always enjoyed this player or something happened this season where I'm enjoying this player. It's going to like start a collection, begin the collecting. Don't think about it as like, oh, I need to go invest in this player because I think I'm going to get rich on the other side of it. It's just like have an appreciation, come from a place of abundance and start looking into a new player PC potentially. I think these side PCs are really important. I think the fact that you can pick players and their rookie year is whatever their rookie year is, and maybe it opens the door for new product sets. I think that's really good. So for me, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I, I've been thinking about you know the Colts, the season. Maybe it hasn't been the most fun and exciting, and it's been rocky roller coaster. But one player like I've always really liked, and especially now that he is on my squad, I really like him, is Stephon Gilmore, okay? Gilly Lock. I, you know, former defensive player of the year. Um, this guy is a consummate professional. I think I look at what the Colts have done this season, and in three games, he has closed out the game by deflecting a pass. Chiefs, deflecting a pass that went into, uh, became an interception. Broncos shutting down the pass in the end zone. Last week, Raiders, Devontae Adams, deflecting the pass. That makes me feel something. That makes me feel really happy. I, and I you know, add to this, Pro Football, uh, Pro Football Focus put out their list of, based on their ranking, top 10 cornerbacks this year. And 
the old guy, Gilly Lock, number four behind Patrick Sertan, Sauce Gardner, and Jalen Ramsey. So that helps. So I don't know. Like, I don't have any Gilmore cards. And I'm also not, not going to not buy cards because the hobby mainstream says don't buy defensive players. Going to buy cards because they make me feel something and they make me connected in to those moments and, and associate with those times where I lost my mind because we won a game. So what I think about this season, Stefan Gilmore has been a big reason for that. So perhaps I go start a new player PC. But I think thinking about things and reflecting back is important. Also, I want to say, and I almost, I almost didn't even comment, but we've got the World Cup. I know there's some soccer marks out there. Maybe I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I do. I'll, I'll get behind the World Cup. So um, we'll see. We've got you know, Wales and England um, on the other side of this. Um, hopefully, um, those will be um, entertaining games. If you're a soccer fan, hashtag invest, perhaps. I know there's a lot of soccer cars and people are excited about soccer. But yeah, I'll be watching. We'll check it out. Go USA. I'm down. Um, shout out my man, C- Caleb Power Wheels. Um, his Super Fractor story on Brady was ridiculous if you caught that. If you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. Got some really good feedback on that. But I think my primary takeaway from him is just this idea of like exploring sets. And um, sometimes we, if we're going to, if our players that we collect's price go too high, sometimes we can go dig in and spend time building out sets and parallels of the, uh, you know, products that we really appreciate. And for him, and it's a product I enjoy is 2014, um, totally certified. So that was the catalyst of me asking the question, like, what do you collect? What do you think is underrated? Let's share some of those out. So I'm going to share some of those out. Um, on Friday, Black Friday, if you're out there throwing elbows, uh, smashing TVs over people's heads and trying to get the deals of the century, if you're one of those people, uh, make sure you turn up stacking slabs in your AirPods or in your uh, vehicle. Um, I've got my man, Ryan, Mind Cycle Cards. He is a collector I've followed ever since I've been back in the hobby. He's a Nuggets collector. This guy, passion over profit. Um, yeah, he was the guy too when he was showing out his binders he had a Jokic uh, Prism Gold rookie just chilling in a binder. So we're going to get into that on Friday. Good dude. I've enjoyed following him for some time. Glad he's going to be on the podcast. So make sure you check out that episode. I will start today. Let me get a, my unofficial sponsor here. The unofficial sponsor of today's <laughs> podcast is Stumptown Coffee. That is the coffee that we have at Stacking Slabs HQ. And... It's fueling my content experience right now. So big coffee guy. Um, a day without coffee is a day I am not alive. Um, side tangent here. Um, sorry, Stumptown, but we'll give you the plug. Um, last night, I was watching Full Gear, AEW pay-per-view. Um, congratulations to Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He is better than you, and you know it. New AEW champion. It was a fun show. I really enjoy the AEW pay-per-views. Always have. But I was having this issue where I was streaming the show and they need to get a better streaming service. It's through Bleacher Report now and it blows. So hopefully Tony Khan inks a deal with HBO Max so all of us marks can have a better streaming experience. Anyways, I was Chromecasting this event from my iPad to my TV and it was being all glitchy. And so I took it off the Chromecast and I was just watching on the iPad Then I thought to myself, I'm going to go get my Xbox, plug it in and see if I can stream through there and it's better. As I do this, 
all of a sudden my Samsung TV that I've had for two, maybe three years just goes black all of a sudden. So I spend half of the pay-per-view trying to get my TV to work. Come to, I'm on the phone with Samsung. I'm doing the customer support stuff. The damn thing just broke, like unexplainably. So I'm sitting here TV-less on a NFL Sunday. I already ordered one. I need to go to Best Buy to go pick it up. But yeah, man, it, unexpected technology costs. Um, that's why I am excited for the future partnership of our unofficial sponsor for today's show, uh, Stumptown Coffee. Maybe Stumptown can, you know, get some more plugs and maybe give me a new TV uh, when I need it. So uh, that was my experience. But let's get into the content. I'm sidetracking. I'll start today with auction exhaustion and try to recommend a solution for anyone else who is feeling the way that I do. I was told by a chief marketing officer really, really early in my career that he said something to me that shaped the way I've thought about issues and dealing with them in my life. Punchline was, if you have a problem with something and you want to complain about it, you you better sure as shit have a solution and recommend it. So that's what I want to do here. I think we all have problems, we all have issues, we all have things we don't like. Most of the time, no one comes correct with the solution. No one says, hey, this sucks, but this is what I'd recommend. It's most of the time just people complaining and bitching. But what I want to do is just like talk a little bit about the issues I'm having and just provide a solution to anyone else feeling it because I'm part of this podcast. The biggest piece of this podcast is me as a collector sharing my experience and hopefully someone on the other side can benefit from it. I think first of all, I've already said this in this episode, but remember, and I say these things over and over and over again because I think they're very important. Remember, the hobby is an escape. It is sports cards, okay? You shouldn't be upset by participating in the collecting, the buying, the selling, the interacting, the whole experience that goes along with sports cards. It shouldn't upset you. If it does, you're probably doing doing something wrong. Think the jumping off point for me is the mainstream conversation that was happening post Luka Doncic logo man sale. Okay. Uh, On a scale from one to 10, absolutely brutal for me. I think I've said this in a few different ways, but this card and a lot of these cards that we get spun up with in the hobby less than a fraction of a fraction of the hobby can own. But it takes over the conversation. You know, people bickering and they say this is good for the hobby. Others say, oh, this is bad for the hobby. People spinning up narratives and it's the blah, 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 blah. It's like, give me a fucking break, okay? The amount of energy used to talk about other people's cards is mind-blowing to me. It's mind-blowing. The coverage content, okay? It's the I'm the reporter. I'm going to report on this sale, and I'm going to tell everybody what I think about it, okay? It's the stuff that so many people are doing, and it's the stuff that I am so disinterested in because these posts and the speculation goes by, and all it does is result in people bitching and complaining and about one card that a fraction of a fraction of our hobby can own, okay? I put this in my story and I want to restate it here because not everyone saw it. 
who listens to this show, but I said, what is overvalued is the hobby's attention and speculation on the sale price of cards that a fraction of a fraction of the hobby can own post-auction. What is undervalued is the hobby sharing PC cards and stories about why they are personally significant to the collector. What is just invades my feed, invades my stories, is just this, oh, the Lucas sold this and the seller lost their ass, but no, this is a good thing because now there's a market and blah, 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 and there's just all this bicker. It's like, what are we doing, everybody? What Aren't you like, shouldn't you be collecting cards? <laughs> shouldn't you be buying cards? Like, shouldn't you be like getting mail days and shouldn't you be posting these? And shouldn't you be like interacting with others? And believe me, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I'm just telling you like, that what happens at the the mainstream is so freaking lame and it doesn't advance the hobby forward at all. It's just internet black hole garbage, okay? It is, when I talk about the people that are posting their cards and telling stories, that is passion. That is, pro, that is passion over profit. That is people who like just, want to fucking build collections and talk about it. Like, to be honest with you, like there's all this complaining and moan, bitching, complaining happening in the mainstream. Like the irony is, is like the people that are buying the cards and sharing the stories, those are the people that are keeping the hobby moving. The profiteers are out there like pushing the same bullshit cards and players and positioning. It's like, hey, everybody, we, we get it. We, 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 we know Luke is a great player. We know Patrick Mahomes is a great player. We know Tom Brady's a great player. Like you don't have to fucking post their cards and like position them over and over again. And those are just three examples. There's so many more. But it's like on the passion side, it's just people telling stories about why they, why they love their cards and why they want to buy cards. The, it, being an individual in expressing yourself through your collection. Like those are the people I'm drawn to. That's anti-mainstream. That is people that are here for the escape. So I think this, I've said this on this program. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face, but I'm a big believer in hobby segmentation. This is a melting pot of people and interests. I believe in finding the segment of the hobby that best relates to you and doubling down. You might enjoy the mainstream. You might enjoy the complaining, the the speculation, the influencers. You might drool when you see a new video posted, a new reel posted. It might get you all excited when you see that your favorite hobby influencer with their high production quality content and their, you know, narrative spinning, that might get you excited. If that's your thing, cool. Go double down and do your thing. I would imagine a majority of the people that are listening to this program, that's probably not their thing, okay? So, but but that other stuff distracts you. So personally, if I'm breaking down the hobby into segments, I want to be focusing in on what's happening with collectors and collecting co- collector content. Collectors who collect similar things to me, stuff, people that I can follow where I can learn. I can choose to ignore what I don't like and... I can spectate in other areas and engage in, in areas where I, f- I focus, where I want to focus time in. I think that's really important. I think it's important to decide who we want to ignore and 
use the capabilities that we all have to ignore those people, right? You can mute them. You can unfollow them. You can get them out of your feet if they are pissing you off. Remember, the hobby shouldn't piss you off. It should be enjoyable. You can spectate in other areas that you might not immediately be interested in, but you can graze, right? You can jump on someone's Instagram live. You can go listen to a podcast that you might not know if you're interested or not. Like those are all good things. But then the areas that you are pumped about, group chats, collector accounts, cards, like engage. Tell those people you're enjoying their posts. Comment, share. It's important. Second, these are the solutions I have. Okay, because this is what I'm doing. Second, I think it takes an element of curation. I'm not talking about cards, but I'm talking about the people that are entering your hemisphere. It is important to engage with the accounts that align to the segment that interests you and ignore what you don't like. I think when we have this decisioning where we can choose to ignore or argue, a lot of times we default towards arguing and then we waste a lot of fuel. And at the end of that, there's nothing good that comes out of it. So I think it's just better if something's pissing you off, like block it out, just ignore it. Um, And I think this is just how we have to think. I think the hobby is, especially during turbulent times, going to bring out the worst. It's going to bring out just opportunities that don't align with escaping from your trials and tribulations and your priorities in your life. So make sure that you take a step back, reflect. And think about who you're interacting with, if it makes you happy. Because remember, at the end of the day, you're not only the CEO of your PC, but you're also the CEO of your hobby experience. It's a lot of responsibility, so make sure you use it. All right, I think back to the player PC side, thinking about collecting. I think when you know, you know on a player PC, okay? You run through these cycles. And the connection and the feelings is so strong and it makes you just want to buy more of their cards. So when I'm talking about this roller coaster of a season and my decision to collect a new quarterback and Matt Ryan, I know I've been through the cycles, but I know he is someone that I want to collect. My journey as a fan, you hit a lot of different elements, right? You've got the on the field, all the stuff, but like most importantly, I think it's the the individual themselves. And I think anybody in Indianapolis who's a fan probably at this point agrees that the benching was a bad move. It was stupid. You know, instead, and when a Hall of Fame player, potential Hall of Fame player gets benched like that, they can decide to say, you know what? I'm done. I'm hanging it up. But instead, Ryan didn't do that right. He was there coaching up Sam, being a good teammate, still being a locker room leader. And then the whole transition happens. Saturday becomes the coach. He gets tapped in. And all of that just like, I don't know, it's the way he handled himself. And I've met so many amazing Matt Ryan collectors and fans throughout this journey. And just that's just par for the course with him. So... After, you know, the Vegas win, it's just like, man, like, I'm really glad, even though this this season has been wild, that, like, I made a decision that I want to collect Matt Ryan cards, even if he was benched and wasn't going to play. I made the decision, I talked about this, that I looked at my PC and I said to myself, you know what, basically collected the whole gold prism run, but barring a couple cards. But I decided, you know, like, you know what, let's, like, Let's 
let's consolidate a little bit here. Let's sell these and see if you can take these and take the money from these and put it into bigger Matt Ryan cards. And that's what I did. Little did I know that I'd be grabbing some super fractors of him uh, in a short amount of time. So that was the craziness of it all. So talked a little bit about this on Pack Nicholson's show. Go check it out on YouTube. Check out his page. But I talked about the fact that I literally made the decision, put these cards up for auction, was trying to decide what I wanted to get into. Then these super fractors appeared. I basically took the money that, that the gold prism sold for and put it into these super fractors. And I'm more happy than ever. Okay. And all of this happened to the, these decisions had been made. And then that Sunday, like it was like, here's the go ahead. Matt Ryan's going to get the start. So like by him playing, like it's just, it further puts icing on the cake and, and, and enhances my collecting experience this season, just as being a Matt Ryan collector. So I think like the punchline of like my story there is like intention, right? You, intention and experience. And I've been talking about a lot about this, but you got to know the real reason why you're collecting these cards. And it, no matter what happens on the field or with these players, like you, if you, your intention still has to make you drive towards collecting those players. And so I don't know. I felt I've been feeling really good and almost like grown up in a way with how my handling of this Ryan situation has been, especially for my collecting where on the other side of it, now I have better Matt Ryan cards in my opinion than I did when all of this started. And so I just think that's important. I think we all just need to constantly evaluate. I'm doing this with some of my Philip Rivers cards right now. It's like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, look at all these cards. These are awesome cards. Got almost every one of his gold finest cards, but I'm thinking to myself, it's like, would I rather have all of these or would I rather have a one of one or something different? And so I don't know. I think it's building in this flexibility, making moves, coming from a place of abundance, but at the end of the day, just being a fan of these guys, being a fan and making your decisions off that I think is really important. So this has been really enjoyable and it's been making my hobby experience awesome. So I just wanted to call that out. Let's close out this episode by talking about what's a product you love that hasn't been taken over by the mainstream. Got some responses going to call them out. We're going to call this one a day. Everyone's going to eat some turkey after this and enjoy. Nice looking cardboard, recon basketball, art-led design from Skybox era and affordable for everyone. Love it. Iowa Dave, welcome back. Top's finest. There's a lot of finest fans. I'm a finest simp, but I will say, finest gets overshadowed by Chrome, no doubt. Derek, Detroit, Tackett, 2014 Prison Basketball, though they are closing in. They are closing it. I love it. 2014 is my favorite prism year, so no doubt. Also, another one. You think Topps Chrome has been taken over by the mainstream? No, sir, but appreciate seeing it. Okay. Joshua's cards. He's been doing some awesome mail days, too. Go check out his page uh, and subs stuff. I, I always enjoy those. 2013 Select Hot Stars Rookies Gold. A little insert action. Josh Nipper, 45, 2017 select football, basketball. Sasha P. Cards. He had a big win, I saw. Got a mic in. He was on the podcast collecting top 75 player autographs. 
Just awesome collection. Go check out that episode if you haven't already. Panini Crusade. I'm a Crusade guy. I'm I'm down with that. Chicago Bears cards. Technically an insert set, but love Crusade from Rookies and Stars. No shit. That's back-to-back Crusade shoutouts. BDOS cards. Stadium Club Chrome Baseball. K-Dizzle cards. Revolution. So many amazing parallel short prints besides Galactics. I love uh, Revolution. Hitman Harrison 22. Tops Magic Football when it was out. I have no idea what that is. I got to check that out. Ben X Croner won 98 top stars football. Yes, sir. There's some good Manning stuff in there. Miller time cards, finest dunk masters. Charm City Tim, nothing left. Those savages have claimed everything. Right, we all can feel that sometimes. New York Giants card guy, 97 Pacific Revolution football. Out of step trading, basically all NASCAR products, especially rare 90s Dale Sr. autos numbered parallels. You know what? I'd never even thought about a Dale Sr. parallel or uh, autos, but that's there's some good stuff there. Wrestling card wizard, Rob Schamberger, wrestling art cards. I'm a Schamberger guy. I love that. All right, Drake, Drake's got my uh, Drake's PC, 98 Fleer Brilliance. Agreed. 100, 120, 140. I'm a Flair Brilliance guy. So many freaking amazing cards out of that. Jordan Northwoods card collector, Clear Vision. I always loved ripping that. Clear Vision's cool to see. It's different. 53 Colts Trev Luminance. I'm not sure if it will ever hit the mainstream, but that's fine with me. And I love that mentality. Thank you so much for participating. Thanks so much for listening. If you're not already, follow, subscribe. Most importantly, tell a damn friend about the Stacking Slabs podcast. Ryan, Mind Cycle Cards on Friday. Peace out. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>